The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, April 2nd, 2019. You ready to dumb it down? sure? I'll give you some time to think about it. All right, you sound pretty sure. Anyway, wow. I am on the New York State Thruway, and I'm on my way to work. It is, like I said, April 2nd, and it is 5.16 in the afternoon. When I said wow, I had just passed a mile marker. It looked like the 109 mile marker northbound of the New York State Thruway, and uh, I heard that there was a pretty huge tractor-trailer um, uh, collision out here on the thruway. I didn't know if it was northbound or southbound. I am currently northbound, so I won't know until I get to work. I did not Google it and all that other stuff. But um, supposedly there was a fatal accident and, or it was a really bad accident and involved two tractor trailers. Um, as most of you know, I am a truck driver. So uh, I'm curious about it. Uh, apparently not that curious that I stopped everything I was doing and looked it up on the internet and see what was reported. Uh, I'll go to work and maybe there'll be somebody there that worked this past Sunday and fill me in. But I just wanted to let you know, like, when I'm driving, you know, this, this show is unscripted. So if I'm driving and I say, wow, you know, out of the blue, you know, what was that all about? So that's what that wow was about. I think I just passed the site of what was the accident. Today is Tuesday and I think it happened on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So, um... That's it. That's why I said, wow. Anyway, uh, and that might not be the location. I'll find out later. It's no big deal. And if I don't find out, chances are in about 10 minutes, I'm going to totally forget the whole thing. I'm going to go to work, clock in. They'll give me my paperwork, and I'll just keep on rolling. And I won't realize until yesterday, or not yesterday, I won't realize until tomorrow. Oh, man, I forgot to look into that. And it's not that big of a deal. I just, you know, I hope it's nobody I know, because you'd be surprised, you know, as large as the trucking industry is, you know, it gets... It gets small. It can get small. In other words, you know, you, you you go from job to job, which I've had, you know, I've done over the last 20 years, and um, you accumulate accumulate relationships along the way. This guy, that guy, you know, Joe, Bill, Don, Mike, you know, whatever, Terry, and, you know, who, Kerry, and whatever, Sal, you know. And then uh, before you know it, like, oh, oh, you work here now? Oh, okay, what happened at the other job? Oh, you know, it's, it's always the same story. You know, oh, you work here now? Oh, what happened at the other job? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this place isn't better. <laughs> you came to the wrong place. If you left the other place for this reason and you came here, it's the same thing. It's just different. And that's pretty much true of uh, almost every trucking job I've ever had where it's the same but different everywhere you go. The same but different. Um, this last situation that I'm in, uh, as far as employment, this company, uh yeah, probably the best out of them all. Uh, I feel very fortunate and blessed and all those good things because I, I landed here. Um, I totally could have blown it and, uh, and not landed here. And I would have been at the job previous to this, which uh, was not a great situation for me. It was a great situation for me physically as I had a lot of time to exercise and work out, go to Planet Fitness and all that wonderful stuff. I really was in great shape. Financially, eh, not the greatest situation. 
and the job function itself was not all that fascinating. You know, it was uh, a lot of loading and unloading of uh, freight, you know, and various freight. It was like all different freight, long freight, short freight, tall freight, light freight, heavy uh, freight, you know, the sensitive freight, hazardous materials freight. I mean, oh my God, it was, uh, you never knew. You opened up the back door of a trailer. It's not a trucking show, folks. It's not a trucking show. It's an experience show. It's a human experience show. That's what this is. But anyway, uh, and it was relatively easy to do, but relatively difficult because, I'm sorry to say, but the people who run the trucking industry, the ones who stop being the laborers like I was, the, the drivers and the, um, the loaders and unloaders, for whatever reason, the people who end up in management supervisory slash management um, very often don't have it on the ball. Not all the time. Just very often. Just very often enough where after all these years of being in the industry, so I'll say 30 years of transportation, and talking to other people who I know who are not in the transportation industry, but in other jobs where they work for a supervisor, and it would be very typical of a laborer like myself, you know, a low-level, uh, entry-level type of guy who uh, always has the same sort of, if not the same job, the same level of job, the same classification, you know, in in hierarchy, right? Um, in my case, lowerarchy. I know that's not how you spell it, but I'm just saying. Um, it'd be very typical for me to take a shot at the supervisors and the management. But I got to tell you, it's been my experience that these people... Very rarely have it on the ball. Very rarely. Like, oh, that guy, he was great. He really knew what he was doing. I enjoyed working for him or her. I actually had one her. I can't remember her name right now. I think my buddy Mark does. We had Sue. I think her name was Sue. Yeah, probably Sue. Probably one of the... She wasn't a supervisor, really. I don't know what she was, but... Like, calm, smart, not a vindictive... Not uh, not anything that's negative. Really came to work, had her life, had her life problems. You know, the kids, her divorce, whatever. Whatever she had going on. Came to work, was happy to see you. You know, uh, happy enough. You don't have to be overly happy. Happy enough. She respected you. You know, you respected her and uh, whatever. You know, there wasn't any really tall mountain to climb. I think everybody can relate to that. That's not really trucking. You know, that mountain you climb to get over on that person, like, you know, to, that they accept you, like you've earned some sort of acceptance and, and, and vice versa. You know, oh, it's, who needs that? Well, what, what is that all about? You know, is it a power play and, you know, whatever. Bottom line is, a lot of these people, if not most of these people, I feel, are not on the ball. And there's also a problem of even the more higher management, the executive management of a lot of the companies I've worked for, and to a certain extent, this particular company that I work for, that I've never named, and I never will name them. You want to play a guessing game? Play a guessing game. It, it, there's really, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's some sort of business school thing I don't know what that is. I don't have an MBA or whatever it is that the, these people get. Whatever it is that they study. 
there's these metrics, metrics that they that they establish, that they create, you know, and I guess it's all for the betterment, supposedly, to know where every nickel and dime goes and, and uh, you know, philosophies of business and whatever. But unless you're your boots on the ground I know that's kind of a military saying but unless you really know what you you know what you're talking about you know are you really aware that these aren't just X's and O's and these aren't just you know zeros and ones and whatever uh, it's really hard I think to effectively communicate it's really hard to effectively utilize all these things that they teach you in these business schools unless you really know what it looks like in real life. How you are affecting us, people. How you are affecting the workers. How you are affecting the environment that we work in. And, and uh, just how it works. Some things just really, in theory, are fantastic. But in practice, it's like, uh-oh. I didn't know that, that this is what it looked like. Because I've never been there. I've only been in school. And then after school, I got hired to work here, and then I'm just applying everything I learned in school. All these X's and O's, these zeros and ones. Oh, I didn't realize that's a human being, and oh, that's not going to work. Or that doesn't work as nearly as efficient as we think it would work because, oh, there's a lot of things about human behavior that we just don't understand. And it's not even bad human behavior. It's just, oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't even consider that because... Just like a doctor who's into conventional medicine doesn't realize, oh, I could prescribe all these pills, but not every pill works for every person and not this percentage of strength. Maybe I should recommend, I don't know, nutrition. Maybe I should recommend, you know, other things other than conventional pill or shot or chemical or poison or whatever. Uh, So there you go. How did I get down this rabbit trail? I never remember. But all I can tell you is that uh, I think it all started from me saying, wow, at the 109-109 mile marker northbound where there might have been a very serious tractor-trailer uh, incident. And then I got into the fact that it's a small you know, circle. Oh, yeah, it was about people coming to this job and saying, oh, yeah, I left the other job because of this reason. Oh, <laughs> this job isn't probably that much different. There you go. I kind of rewound everything. And then I went into this whole rapid trail. And that's the beauty of Dumbing It Down with Dave. I did not come into the show scripted. I have no idea what I was going to talk about. But there you go. A little slice of, you know, dumbing it down. I dumbed it down. I haven't asked that question in a long time. Have I dumbed it down enough for you? Have I made it so you understand? Not that you needed to be taught or whatever. I'm just trying to create a forum here. Uh, You know, a place for us to talk, you and I. Through uh, through this this medium of audio, uh, there's also the potential that you can uh, comment. If you're listening here on Spreaker, feel free to comment. You can go to uh, Dumbing It Down with Dave on, uh, on on Facebook, and you could you could correspond with me. I think I have a group page and I have a like page. I don't know the difference between the two. You can try to explain it to me. I'd appreciate that. I don't know why I have two. They told me you need to have two. One's a group, one's a like. Whatever. I don't get it. Whatever. Same thing for uh, Dave's Fit Life. I have two. I was told you have to have two. And I was also told, no, you only need one. I don't know. Oh, this is where you post this and this is where you engage over here. Seems crazy to me. 
I don't know why I bought into it. I should have just stayed with the one, you know, because I don't care if it works for everybody else. It doesn't work for me because I don't understand it. So it's hard for me to advocate for a like page and a group page <laughs> when I don't, if I don't understand it, how am I going to explain it to you? Okay, well, there you go. That's what happens. Um, so, yeah, you can go on Facebook and you can uh, reach out to me at Dumbing It Down With Dave uh, on the Twitter. You know, it's uh, at Dumb With Dave. And, uh, you know, email, which I don't receive any. And that's fine. You know, I used to beg for emails. I don't care. It's great that you can correspond. That's why I love Spreaker so much, that you could just bang right there. You know, just write, hey, Dave, heard what you said about whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, Dave, good show. Hey, Dave, bad show. Hey, Dave, you know, who's this person you keep on mentioning? Or you weren't clear. You went down a rabbit hole, uh, the rabbit trail, you didn't come back, or whatever it was. You know, keep me in check, and I'd appreciate that. There you go. There's a whole bunch of ways to communicate with me. Mostly everything is done with Dave. As I say at Twitter, at done with Dave. There you go. So, uh, do I have an Instagram? I think I have something Instagrammy. No, I don't. Uh, Instagram is really more Dave's Fit Life. But, you know, I should be more active on Instagram. I'm not. Not really an effective way to communicate with me. The Spreaker comment section is pretty good. So, um, but I was thinking, what time is it? Let's, uh, okay, let's, this would be a good time to take a breather break. It's early. 13 minutes, 13 and a half minutes. It's a good time to take a breather break. And uh, then we'll get into something I might have pre, pre, you know, preconceived, you know, thought of uh, earlier. Hey, maybe I'll talk about this. And uh, there is no really it to, to the dumbing it down with Dave this episode. Uh, like I said, I didn't know I was going to go down that other trail. Uh, have I said everything I needed to say about that? Uh, yeah, this company is fine. You know, it's the most money I've ever made. Uh, is money the answer to everything? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, somewhat yes. <laughs> money is very important. Without this money, I would have left this job a long time ago. Uh, I probably would have went back. I probably would have been back to the previous job. As much as there were moments in the previous job I did not like. Uh, uh, wow, you know, now that I think about it. I'd have to think about that. Let me, can I retract my answer? Can I backpedal a little bit? Because I just realized how... There were so many nights where I was freezing cold out on the dock because we were loading and unloading freight. Mm. You know what? I, With a certain amount of seniority, which I think I would have had by now, from what I understand from the rumor mill, you know, after I left and how many drivers retired or quit or got fired or whatever, I would have been in a good situation where I wouldn't have been loading and unloading um, on a freezing dock What's interesting about some of these docks, we'll get to the breather break in a second. Um, imagine a rectangle, all right? You know, a rectangle is not a square. It's a longer on one side, short on the other side. Now, imagine a much longer rectangle. There's all different sizes of rectangles. You can get really long, with like a really ridiculously long with a rectangle. But anyway, pretty much where I would have been working and they're all sort of the same, but some are longer than others, was a really long rectangle. And that's your that's a dock. And sprinkled all around this entire rectangle are these doors. Not like the doors to your house. Dock doors. Loading bay doors. Some of these facilities were enclosed somewhat. Where if you had a trailer in the door, again, not a trucking show, but if you had a trailer in the door... The trailer would be in the door. And you would see the, 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 the entire hole in the wall would be um, plugged by the trailer that's backed up to the, to the dock. Does that make sense? Sometimes it would be a nice little snug fit. 
I think so. But there were times, yeah, it wasn't so snug. There was a lot of space on the left and the right side of the trailer. That's probably more often than not that that's the way it was. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm talking about it. But it doesn't matter. When the trailer got pulled out because it was loaded and was done, we sealed it and somebody, a yard guy would come pull it out. There'd be a big gaping hole now in the wall. Well, some docks that I worked at had a door and you'd close the door, like an overhead door, you know. Some didn't. The ones that did were great because that means you just, you know, you're sealing up the hole, the entire hole, and there'd be less cold coming in. Uh, yeah, that'd be like three or four, maybe five months of the year. You know, there's wind. In Albany, where I worked, the, let me see if I remember correctly, the south side of the building would get all the wind coming in. The north side of the building was completely the opposite. There wasn't enough wind coming in from the south side that you would feel it on the north side. You know, the, the long end of the rectangle, you know, from left to right, like the, 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 the longest, straightest part. So wind would come in from the bottom, let's just say, if you're visualizing it in front of you, this freezing, really strong wind, but it, it didn't make it to the other side of the building. So it was really, and the dock would just be freezing even if it wasn't windy. Anyway, I would have had a, a seniority enough where I, I think I would have been working at a place where I would have had the do- doors and I think I would have also not been on the dock so much because I would have just been uh, driving a little bit more. When you work in freight, you don't drive as, you know, only, you, you load and unload. Uh, you know, you're like a forklift driver and a, a trailer loader and unloader. It's, 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 uh, it's not very difficult. That's where I got that other rabbit trail from. It's not that very difficult, but it is the dispatchers slash supervisors slash managers that make it more difficult because a lot of them are not on the ball. And, uh, and then they get their orders from executive management and they don't always really know what's going on. And, they, you know, everybody's trying to squeeze, you know, water out of a rock. All right. That was that rabbit trail. And I think we're done with trucking for today. But that's the way it goes here in Dubbing It Down With Dave. Let's breathe. All right. That only took another five minutes. It was 13 and a half minutes when I started that. Now it's 18 and a half minutes. All right. That's not so bad. All right. Test, let's test it. And I'll, I'll explain the breather break for those of you who don't know. Oh. oh, I'm breathing my nose. Oh, by the way. Okay. Hold on. We'll get to it. Let me, I'm trying to find something to blow my nose into. So if your nose is clogged up... All right, that wasn't so bad. It was not as bad as I thought it was. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Dummy Get Down with Dave breather break. All right, I should have just stuck with the original part. Breather break. All right, let's have a breather break. Three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. And each breath uh, successively deeper than the one before. And uh, we're going to breathe in through the nose. We're going to hold it. And then we're going to exhale through the mouth. That's it. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Three breaths deeper as we go along. The third one will be the hardest one. And maybe you'll feel a little bit pain. But you'll feel better for it. Really? I don't know. That's what they tell me. I'm not a, a, a licensed and authorized, uh, you know, exercise attrition. You know? I'm just, uh, I'm just a guy doing a podcast. So do what you want. Be careful, by the way. Don't hurt yourself too much. All right, here we go. First breath. Go. (sighs) 
Alright, how was that? I loved it. I could do this all day. In fact, I do. I do it almost all night now. I'm getting really obsessed with deep breathing. Not obsessed, but just, you know, how far can I take this? Alright, number two. Go. Wow. Okay. I could take this moment to brag about my breathing, but I'm not going to. Needless to say, I'm very happy with it, and I'm looking forward to more. All right, last, last and final one. I know it sounds crazy, right? But what can I tell you? It used to be really bad. It used to be really, really bad. Last and final breath. We're going to breathe as deeply as possible. Hold it as long as possible. Make it hurt, and then uh, just don't pass out, all right? Especially for those of you that are behind the wheel. And go. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. Give yourself a round of applause. That was really, really good. Wow. Okay. That was a breather break brought to you by air anywhere you are in the world. If there's air and it's clean and free, you should breathe it. You should appreciate your breath, appreciate breathing, and utilize it and get better at it. You'll live a much longer, healthier life. There you go. No guarantees, really. Uh, you really. I guess you could breathe, and that could be your last breath, right? I mean... I guess that's, that is quite possible that you could be breathing and that's your last breath. How many breaths do you have in a lifetime? At one point, there'll be a breath that'll be your last breath. So maybe breathing isn't always the best thing for you. Maybe, maybe just stop breathing is even better. I don't know. There is a logic to that, right? If you stop breathing, at some point you're like, yeah, that's enough. I think we've really, we've, we've really ran this to the ground. It's, it's really time to stop breathing. All right, let's hope, let's hope that's not too soon. Let's hope, let's hope when it happens, it's really to alleviate the massive amounts of pain and suffering that uh, you stop breathing. Otherwise, really continue to breathe. Okay. All right. Um, one of the things that I did uh, think about talking about, that if I did get around to what I would talk about. By the way, I hope you uh, enjoyed the previous episode. Um, what was that called? Be careful what you wish for. You might get it. I realized that I kind of ended it uh, at 30 minutes kind of abruptly. And uh, I know that it was a long uh, not a long episode. They're all 30 minutes now. Oh, by the way, thanks to my friends at Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com, milehighradio.com. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Bobby. Um, I uh, was talking about uh, it is what it is, and this is how I do my show, that I uh, spoke to my buddy Pat and Mark, and we uh, they had different uh, opinions about the same shows. One was more positive about a specific show. The other one was less positive. And then on the opposite show, they were both the opposite. It's kind of interesting that this is not my life now, but when it comes to an artist's life, a creator's life, a lot of people like to call us creators now. That's like the new, the, oh, you're a YouTube creator. Oh, you're an influencer. Whatever. I don't, I don't know what I am. I'm just the guy doing a show. I hit the button. I talk. That's the end of that. So, uh... It's interesting to get these uh, critiques. Then I speak to somebody like Lynn, and Lynn is like all positive. She hasn't said a negative thing to me yet. So uh, there's got to be something negative, but, you know, Lynn's being very nice. Whatever. Nice enough, she put me on Mile High Radio, milehighhiradio.com. I mean, that's pretty nice. 
It's got a 24-7 service there. By the way, I didn't explain it so well. Uh, there's not, I mean, it's not just my show that you can hear every Monday from 11 to 12, 11 a.m. to 12. Uh, like, there's 23 hours of, like, all these other shows. Like, every day. Like, that's 24 hours... 24-7, there's a radio station that never shuts off. They don't do any of those uh, public service things because I don't think they fall under the FCC. It's not just specifically music. It's really like a, a cacophony of different sounds. Cacophony? I like to use that word. My wife says I don't use it right. Cacophony. How do you spell it? Not a clue. A couple of C's, but probably a Y at the end of it. But uh, And there's no F's. I think there's a PH. Cacophony, like that. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's cacophony. Cacophony, I think. It's one of those words that they, they, you know, one of those things you use. Uh, use a word three times, it's yours. I've used that word a hundred times. I still have no idea how to spell it, and I really don't. I never really know if I'm using it right. Whoa. Okay, I almost just ran into John somebody. All right, there you go. I've got to pay attention. I had a tractor trailer coming in on the right-hand side off the Massachusetts Turnpike, and uh, I was veering to my left, and apparently there was a vehicle in my dead spot. That, by the way, one negative about the Honda Fit is that you got to be careful with the mirrors. The mirrors are not the best. That I could do. I could take a shot at Honda right now. It could be me. But my wife and I have noticed over the years, the mirror situation, and I, I think it's it's probably us, but I always feel like I, I need to adjust the mirror sometimes because I have a dead spot, but I, I just adjusted the left one as I'm talking. All right, let's try to see if we can get to an it. Uh, so did you enjoy the last episode? Uh, let me know. Some of you, only Linda commented. I didn't get too many other comments. I know Pat uh, shared uh, some stuff on Facebook. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. Um, and um, what was it? TWA Wrestling. Um, that's Mark's son. Uh, he uh, commented and wrote some nice things. So, yeah, Linda's been very positive. I haven't really heard from Bobby. Uh, and I don't expect to. It's not like I'm sitting here waiting for people to comment. But, you know, if you do listen, right? If you're listening, I, it's, I'm not here just to talk for half an hour. I'm, I'm trying to engage you. If we met, this is something we would talk about. And I would expect that I, you would interrupt me at some point and say, Hey, Dave, can I, can I ask you something? Uh, what about this? All right, yeah, let's talk about it. So that's really what I'm trying to create as a forum. You know, an arena of discussions. Come on in ready to do battle. Battle? Yeah, maybe not battle. But an arena of discussion. You know, what's your workplace like? What's you know, or are you in trucking? What have you seen as far as managers, supervisors, dispatchers, management? You know, uh, they come, they go. You know, they, some of them try to change the world. Some of them can't even change their number. You know, their, whatever, change their their clothes, whatever. You know, it's that's what I'm here to do. And by the way, uh, I'll give you a, just a little teaser. There's really nothing to tease because nothing exists right now. But I am sort of in my mind. In my mind, I love when I say that. Where else would I be doing it? Well, I actually am doing it in the real world. So, in my mind and in the real world. I'm working on putting together a show. A live show. Dumbing it down with Dave. Live show. Which, at this point, I can't see it happening any other time other than Sunday night. This is Eastern time. Sunday, starting from, eh, I don't know, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., um... At this point in time, it can't really be more than a 45-minute show because that's all I have. I have a 45-minute deal with Spreaker. Um, I would have to upgrade my program, whatever, my deal, and make it uh, uh, that I could do an hour or two-hour show. 
And that's not, you know, uh, money-wise, it's not like, oh, my God, that's really unaffordable. But it is more money. And uh, I have to consider that. Uh, Do I really want to put that much more money into podcasting to do a live show? Uh, Maybe I just, you know, if if I do a live half hour show, that's not really, that's, you know, when it's the live aspect, you sort of want to give fans a chance to tune in an hour, you know, two hours, maybe, probably, you know, maybe even three if you got something good going. But I can't imagine doing a a live show from 10 o'clock at night to one o'clock in the morning. But it will be Sunday and it will be live and it will be late. There you go. Live and late. I'm trying to think of a good name for the show. I was thinking of the latest show of the week. You know how they have the late show and the late, late show? This would be the latest show of the week. Or the last show of the week. The latest and last show of the week. But I like live and late. Dave Canyon, live and late. And the late has a double meaning. Like, is he dead? Like that. So I'm like almost dead. I, I would think by Sunday p.m. I'd be almost dead. That would be an interesting show. Being all fatigued. At 10 to 11 or 11 to 12 or 11 to 1 you know, at night, Sunday. Anyway, that's the teaser. I gave you more than a tease. When is that going to happen? I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm very concerned about sound because uh, I'm going to have a co-host. Uh, where's that co-host going to be coming from? Who is the co-host? Well, you could guess as much as you want. I don't know right now. Um, we're working on it. Really, I'm working on it. And uh, I did work on it a little bit this week. I think at some point we're just going to have to do... We're just going to have to do it. We're just going to have to do a show. We're just going to have to do it, you know, with the Spreaker Studio. And, uh, and just do it. Just do it. Let's just do it. All right. Oh, wow. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, I wanted to tell you about the loop-de-loop. We never got to that. And I wanted to tell you about something else. I only got 14 seconds left before 30 minutes. All right. Well, you know what that means, folks. I have no choice. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed, good rats, and great skills. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye.